the phase again. The internet itself was from DARPA, and so people like Zuckerberg and Bill Gates, they were handed this type of thing on a, on a silver platter in the private industry by military-industrial complex. Bill Gates is a loser. Well, you know, let's go to the pie in the face again. Love that clip. So he deserves that and more. Bill Gates, we are praying for you on this channel to repent in Jesus' name of your sin because he is trying to get biometric tags on people and shut down the whole planet. He's trying to basically manifest the book of Revelation, Mark of the Beast. Eventually, what we'll have to have is certificates of digital uh, immunity proof. But the good thing is he's getting a lot of blowback from Trump's administration. Nevertheless, the New World Order is getting desperate and for desperate times come for desperate measures. And that's what they're doing right now, getting very desperate. And therefore, we're able to see their full agenda out in full display as Bill Gates even tried to bring Marina Abramovich onto the scene with a clever advertising campaign. YouTube video didn't work so well because why? The people are waking up to their shenanigans. They had to disable the comment section and then ultimately after tens of thousands of people disliked the video, compared to only a few hundred who liked the video, they took down the video, which featured Marina Abramovich's spirit cooking Luciferian high priestess in a Microsoft advertisement. So that's what they do. They're right out in the open. They don't try to hide it from you because from their perspective, they think it's like a gentleman's game in a sense where they tell you exactly what they're going to do to you. They tell you exactly who they are and what their nature is, and then they do it. They go for it. And if you don't do anything to stop them, then it's a means for a justification. They believe they deserve to be able to do what they've been doing. And if you noticed, I keep referring back to this individual, Marina Abramovich. We showed her at the very beginning with Monica Lewinsky. Here she is pictured with Jacob Rothschild, and they just happen to be in front of a painting that's called Satan Summoning His Legions, which was painted in 1797 by Sir Thomas Lawrence. That is verifiable fact. She's pictured there with Lord Jacob Rothschild, and now she's also pictured with Lady Gaga, and Lady Gaga has been a student of hers, and Marina Abramovich, has, Marina Abramovich has been training Lady Gaga in the so-called arts, and Lady Gaga, I mean, there's not too much to be said about her. You guys know her deeds. And now, Lady Gaga is officially working for the World Health Organization, giving press briefings for Bill Gates and the World Health Organization. And this is not a big club. And these people are sick, twisted, and they're telling you exactly who they are, what they do, what their plans are for you. And it's just not going to work because the people are... Okay. Hold on, hold on. That's why it's called. And this is why no black family in this country should ever send any black child to the public school to prison pipeline. In Washington State, education officials are considering letting students go back to school on the basis of their race. Non-white kids would get to go back first, but white students would be ordered to stay home until the virus subsides. Now, you may have thought that plans like that were eliminated with the Brown versus Board of Education decision 65 years ago, but no, it's all coming back. 
Yeah, so why the bootleg, the black gatekeepers, the black people out here apologizing for telling the truth? What we should never forget is that we're in war. Bottom line, white people on code saying shit. We ain't subjecting our white children to that shit. So why ain't black people on code saying shit? We ain't putting our black children around these racist white people who all they want to do is emasculate our young boys and sexually exploit our young girls. Yeah, that's right. I said what I said. No apologies. Period. Hold on, this says the Black Forest in Germany, 15,000 missing person cases a year. Rothschild family sells large Austrian hunting estate. Nearly as large as Manhattan, almost the size of Manhattan, the Rothschilds have sold an Austrian hunting estate almost the size of Manhattan that the storied European banking family has owned for 143 years. The 5,412 hectare parcel known as Langau was part of a massive swath of mountainous, densely wooded property. That's how these vampires like to operate, just saying. Baron Albert von Rothschild of the family's Austrian line bought in the southern part of Lower Austria in 1875. He set about restoring the forest, depleted by Viennese loggers while building up his forestry and gaming enterprises according to the Rothschild family archive. Rothschild heirs Nancy Clyrus Tilgman and Jeffrey R. Hoggett, Hoggett, who live in the United States, sold Langau, which includes two lower plants and a Grand Tyrolean-style lodge to the owner of a paper manufacturing firm. We the people don't mind exposing pedophiles or those who allow pedophilia and human trafficking. We'll stop at nothing to expose you. Rothschild Hunting Lodge was used for hunting humans, not animals. These people are demon-possessed. Kanon. Q-Anon. Um, so there's a white person. The Q-Anon community is very upset. Because they believe the white, the Rothschild family literally hunted children on an Austrian estate. In the Rothschild defense, kids can be more spry and harder to catch than you'd assume. Wow, okay. Um, this literally makes my heart ache. The idea of this gives me serious anxiety and stress. These poor children. The royals were there. You bet your ass they were there. Is there an ulterior motive behind the new Hollywood films, The Hunt and Ready or Not? Why would Hollywood attempt to glorify the hunting of human beings for sport like animals? Because I told, I told y'all, reptilians, greys, evil, sick motherfuckers, eyewitnesses testifying to royal human hunting parties. You think this doesn't go into what we were discussing before with the Jeffrey Epstein and the the mafia, the Jewish mafia shit? Sickening testimonies given last year at the International Common Law Court of Justice in Brussels purport to have witnessed the torture, rape, and murder of teenagers at elite human 
hunting parties. Witnesses claimed that the, that the parties were attended by European royals and a number of religious leaders. One female eyewitness, the fourth to give an account of human hunting parties of the global elite ninth circle satanic child sacrifice cult network. Holy, really, man, all those names? Come, come on, man. Said in 2004, I was involuntary witness to torture, rape and murder sessions of drug children performed for a group of high ranked people of the Netherlands. I was taken to a hunting party in Belgium close to Brussels where I saw two boys and a girl ages 14 to 16 hunted and killed by global elites. The human hunting party was heavily guarded by the Netherlands and Royal Guards. I was told that King Albert of Belgium was present. A former member of the Netherlands criminal drug syndicate known as Octopus testified that victims were obtained for these human hunting parties from juvenile detention centers in Belgium and Holland. Another witness said, I saw the former Pope Joseph Ratzinger murder a little girl. I was, I was at, it was at the French Chateau in the fall of 87. It was ugly, horrible, and didn't just happen once. Ratzinger and Bernard, Prince Alfrink of the Netherlands, now dead, were some of the more prominent men who took part. The ICLCJ has been overwhelmed with newly discovered evidence and a number of new witnesses coming forward to testify they have uncovered ninth circle satanic cult members possible involvement in international child sacrifice kidnapping exploitation and drug rings the five international judges and 27 jury members were expected to may remain in session for at least a year due to the complexity of the cases See, they're all down with the get down. They're all down with the get down and they're all in on it. They're like the Orsini family is an example of basically the Orsini family are Italian Rothschilds. I don't know that they're Italian, but they reside in Italy. And these this is a family that had two popes. So my family has had zero popes. Yeah, we have rich people on our side. But, you know, these people are kind of related to slave masters. So we don't fuck with them. And some of them are straight up ignorant. But um um Jesus sorry I'm not trying to get off topic Um Damn it what was I going to say This happens every episode I blank for like 5 seconds I'm not a clone I'm just having a goddamn brain fart Um Yeah they're all down they're all in on it see I'm back I'm black they're all in on it and there's nobody around me so I don't have no handler no nothing like that I never will my handler is the most high, God, um, not Lucifer. And so you got to be, in order to join the cult, to gain status, to do certain things in this world, you have to kill children, sacrifice children, rape children, murder children, um, you know, sacrifice your family, all this, other, all this type of sick shit is real. In this castle, this one is called Chateau de Amarose, Mothers of Darkness Castle. 
the mother of darkness. In this castle, the Illuminati, as dark as rituals, are performed in an ornate room, so a developed room, an ornate, a nice room, with a domed ceiling with a thousand lights. Human children, hunting parties, rape, torture, and murder their global elite. These were these are all news articles. I was taken to a hunting party in Belgium, right? That's when I just I just read. Four eyewitnesses confirmed that when, you know, the one that King Albert was present at, that children and youth, they were forced to attend human hunting parties where they and other children were raped with some killed and deceased boys' penises were cut off. The Ninth Circle was also said to have well-organized and secretive human hunting parties that included pedophilia. Privately owned forest groves were believed used in the U.S., Canada, France, and Holland. It appeared children and teens were obtained by the criminal drug syndicate Octopus, which was believed connected to the Vatican. The kidnapped children and teens were said to be stripped naked, raped, hunted down, and killed. European royals killing children for fun at human hunting parties? This one is a series of articles taken from eyewitness testimony. I saw the former Pope Joseph Raxinger murder a little girl, another witness confirmed. It was at a French chateau in the fall of 87. It was ugly, horrible. It didn't happen just once. Ratzinger and Bernard were some of the more prominent men who took part. It looks like the previously owned Black Forest is being raided. This is where many human hunting parties have taken place. What are they looking for? I doubt that it's being raided. Hold on. Black Forest is being raided in Germany. Rothschilds dropped 622 and 664. That's an awful lot of firepower for an armed homeless man, according to the official story. Wow, so they lied. What went on in the Black Forest? Rambo suspect arrested after five-day manhunt in Black Forest. July 17, 2020. We come in with recent news. Police in Germany have arrested a man named Rambo, nicknamed Rambo, five days after he disarmed police officers, officers at gunpoint and fled into the Black Forest wearing camouflage clothing and carrying weapons, including a bow and arrow. On Sunday, police had received reports about an armed man acting suspiciously in the town of Oppenau in the southwest of the country. Detective released a picture of Yves Rausch and described him as being around 5'7", tall, bald, with a goatee, beard, and needing glasses, and appealed for the public's help to find him. One sec, family. Okay, let's get black to it.
it says, media reports dubbed 31-year-old Rambo after the fictional Vietnam War veteran portrayed by Sylvester Stallone in the film franchise. Found Roush in a hut he was using illegally, and officials say he initially cooperated. But then he suddenly pulled a gun on the floor, threatening them and forcing them to hand over their service weapons. No one was injured. It triggered a huge manhunt involving hundreds of officers, helicopters, and sniffer dogs, while residents were warned to stay indoors. He lives in the forest. He feels safe here, regional police chief Reinhard Renter said this week. That nigga's probably involved in the bullshit. According to German news agency DPA, the forest is simply his living room. Following his arrest on Friday, four firearms were seized, police said in a brief statement. Prosecutors have described Rausch as a weapons enthusiast, but said he was banned from possessing them in ammunition in 2010 and had never been in a shooting club. One second. One second. One second. Okay, next page. The Queen is a reptile. Five international judges are examining evidence of child rape, torture, murder, and kidnapping allegedly done by global elite members of the Ninth Circle Satanic Child Sacrifice Cult Network. Regular Ninth Circle Child Sacrifices were said to take place in the catacombs of Catholic cathedrals, the Vatican, on private estates and groves, and government military bases in Belgium, Holland, Spain, Australia, Ireland, France, England, and the U.S. At least 34 child mass grave sites were identified in Ireland, Spain, and Canada and refused excavation by the respective governments, the Crown of England, and the Catholic Church. Named as present in Ninth Circle activities were Pope Francis, former Pope Ratzinger, Anglican, United Church of Canada, and Catholic Church officials, including cardinals, members of European royalty, including Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip, officials of the Canadian, Australian, UK, and US military and governments, including the USA's CIA, plus prominent government ministers, judges, politicians, and businessmen from the U.S., Belgium, Holland, Canada, Australia, France, Ireland, and the U.K. Teens were drugged, stripped naked, raped, hunted down in the woods, and killed by European royals, according to eyewitnesses to testify before the International Common Law Court of Justice in Brussels. One woman was the fourth eyewitness to give accounts about these human hunting parties of the global elite Ninth Circle Satanic Child Sacrifice Cult Network. A 
former member of the Netherlands criminal drug syndicate known as Octopus testified that victims were obtained for these human hunting parties from juvenile detention centers in Belgium and Holland. One woman stated, quote, in 2004, I was an involuntary witness to torture, rape, and murder sessions of drugged children performed for a group of high-ranked people of the Netherlands. I was taken to a hunting party in Belgium close to Brussels where I saw two boys and a girl, ages 14 to 16, hunted and killed by global elites. The human hunting party was heavily guarded by the Netherlands Royal Guards. I was told that King Albert of Belgium was present. Four eyewitnesses confirmed that as children and youths, they were forced to attend human hunting parties where they and other children were raped with some killed and deceased boys' penises were cut off. Allegedly, there was a Dutch countryside palace where boys' penises were displayed like trophies on a wall. Some hunting parties were hosted on the grounds of Netherlands at Queen Beatrix's palace. Dutch therapist Tuz Nijewies claimed that as a four-year-old, she was forced to witness murders of children that involved former Pope Ratzinger, a Dutch Catholic cardinal, plus the father of Netherlands Queen Beatrix and Bilderberger founder, Dutch Crown Prince Alfred Bernard. Quote, I saw the former Pope Joseph Ratzinger murder a little girl. One witness confirmed this. It was a French chateau in the fall of 1987. It was ugly, horrible, and didn't happen just once. Ratzinger and Bernard were some of the more prominent men who took part. In Ireland, Spain, and Canada, 34 child mass grave sites were discovered and appeared linked to Ninth Circle activities. The largest was the Mohawk Indian Residential School in Brantford, Ontario, where child remains were identified in 2008 before the Catholic Church, Canadian government, and English Crown shut down the dig by professional archaeologists. The 2013 ICLCJ court had found Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip guilty for the October 10, 1964 disappearance of 10 native children from the Catholic Residential School in Kamloops, British Columbia. In the first two weeks of the 2014, court witnesses identified Dutch and Belgium royal participants in the rape and killing of Mohawk children and newborns. Named were Bernard and King Hendrik, consort to Queen Wilhelmina of Holland. Alleged to be present during the human hunting parties were the late Prince John Friso and his wife Mabel Wees Smith, former ministers the top man of the Dutch army, the undersecretary of the Rod van State in the Netherlands, the viceroy next to Queen Beatrix and other global business and political leaders, including some from the U.S. One eyewitness said, surely the present King Wilhelm Alexander and Prince Philip and their wives know about this abuse and murder of children. They do nothing about it and are likely the ones to 
stop investigations and prosecutions. In January 2014, the brother of the King of Holland, Prince John Friso, passed away in a coma after these three Dutch language websites reached the internet. The websites revealed that Friso was at the human hunting and killing parties. An eyewitness said the story came on the internet after years of trying to move the policy and justice department in the Netherlands to act against the criminals. Nobody did anything to stop these criminals, probably because Queen Beatrix and King Albert likely interfered with the investigations. Human hunting parties were said to take place on the grounds of Belgium Queen Beatrix's palace in the Netherlands. Two witnesses have named former Pope Joseph Ratzinger and Queen Beatrix's father, the deceased Prince Alfred Bernard, as being present at child sacrifices. Both were said to be Nazi sympathizers. The ICLCJ court received a collection of Jesuit archival records about a child sacrificial cult known as the Knights of Darkness. In 1933, the Knights were established by the Catholic Jesuits and Nazi Waffen-SS division. The record showed Ratzinger was identified as a member of the Knights while working as an SS chaplain's assistant at the Ravensbrück concentration camp in Germany. The records also stated that Ratzinger participated in child sacrificial rites using kidnapped children from the camps or political prisoners. Another court document called the Magisterial Privilege indicated child sacrifice was a regular occurrence at the Vatican. At the tender age of 12, Zvali of San Diego County, California claimed she was brought to catacombs beneath the Vatican to witness the sacrifice of a three-year-old drugged boy. Recently, an Irish police investigator reported to the ICLCJ court that the close to 800 babies buried in a Catholic nun's septic tank were dismembered, decapitated, and in bits and pieces, signs that they could have been murdered in satanic child sacrificial rites. In recent months, the ICLCJ court has heard these heart-wrenching testimonies about the rape, torture, and murder of children as recently as 2010 by Catholic leaders, European royal family members, and other global elites. Murder sites of the Ninth Circle Satanic Child Sacrifice Cult were said to be in the catacombs of Catholic cathedrals, including the Vatican, and on private estates, military establishments, and groves in Belgium, Holland, Spain, Australia, France, England, and the U.S. The ICLCJ court has been overwhelmed with newly discovered evidence and a number of new witnesses coming forward to testify about the Ninth Circle Satanic Child Sacrifice Cult activities. They have uncovered Ninth Circle Satanic Child member possible involvement in international child sacrifice, kidnapping, exploitation, and drug rings. The five international judges and 27 jury members are expected to remain in session for at least another year due to the complexity of the cases. Amnesty has been offered to citizens or employees of the Vatican, the Crown of England, 
churches or governments willing to give sworn testimony or evidence that leads to the prosecution of these global elites suspected of committing crimes. Rewards of up to 10,000 euros or around 13,660 U.S. dollars was available through the ICLCJ court. The ICLCJ court had over 450 common law peace officers in 13 countries with 51 local chartered groups operating. Local organizing funds were available for common law groups that applied through the International Tribunal into crimes of church and state. The media is the virus. So there you have it. Mass graves, residential. See, the thing about um, where we were at in the beginning is that was like, it's, it's from then till now. It's from about the last 200 years till now. I'm not saying it's only been happening for that long, but that's what the history that we presented today is saying. That we can at least document it for that long. That all these motherfucking fake um, so-called revolutions and shit had, you know, puppets mastering the strings. That this has all been a doctor. This has all been a Wizard of Oz episode. And, 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 and with that thought, family, and with that thought, family, hold on. You know how I like to... You know how I like to end my episodes. Excuse me. It's real crazy how it's like this, eh? But we about to get black with another episode right back. We coming right black. And there's a video of a high-ranking Jew talking about how they sacrifice the kids and throw them in McDonald's. That's their favorite place to put them in. You know, you're eating a little Billy sandwich, calling it a junior chicken or whatever. And so, yeah, we're... We get we gon we gonna get right black with you. All right, the artifact. You know why? Because if that listen here, let me bring this down. I'm sick of this shit. You understand what I'm saying? Listen here. Let me, matter of fact, I'll use that one right. Where that one go? Right there. That's good. Let me bring that one on down. Let me bring that one on down. You see, see, if it looked like him, he wouldn't have done that. See, they, a lot of people don't know when their so-called revolution jumped off over there in Egypt, they did the same thing with the Egyptian museum. They went and then crashed Egypt, took a lot of the artifacts, even the little soldiers. You know, if y'all see the Egyptian soldiers, they got uh, uh, spears with the shield and they more reddish brown than you got. They like figurines and it's about maybe 20, 20 of them in a row, small. And you had the Nubians, which was darker and they had the bow. They went over there and knocked it, tore it up. They had to put, put it back together. You understand what I'm saying? So they know that's not them. If they thought that was their daddy and their great granddaddy, they wouldn't have not have done it that way. You see what I'm saying? So again, I'm showing you the Elamites, which is in Iran, the Babylonians. Let me keep moving. Now this is in black people in Iraq. It was the uh, in Iraq and Babylon, where Babylon was before any um, Caucasoids were in the fucking walls, just like Egypt. Black, black as fuck. These are some. These look as black as the motherfucking Nubians, the one that he just showed. So get black with me for another episode of dealing with reality. Next episode, Black Babylon and Kushite rule over Mesopotamia.
we finna get right black with you. Right black with you, family. Hold up. That's to see the knowledge. You see what I'm saying? So help the general out. Share it, like it, and because you love it. Hit notifications, subscribe, tell other family to subscribe, because it's really a channel they need to be in tune to. I'll That's be right. back. That's Give right. me 10, 15 minutes, and I'm going to hit y'all with this cool food joint, which is hard as hell. Don't you miss it. Black power. Black power. So we black. This is um testimony. This was this is documented testimony. This is from a court deposition um for a, a person who was really raped by Epstein. So let's hear what she has to say cuz this episode we're going straight into straight into it. I don't tease y'all for no reason. Straight into him and the most side connection. Straight into it. Remember what they this is Whitney Webb, Bioterror War Games, DARPA, Technocracy and COVID, nineteen eighty four. She works with DARPA, that agency we're just talking about who started Facebook, pretty much. Who terminated the thing that started Facebook, which was yeah, they started Facebook. So let's not play games. And who cares about how it all began? That's what's so that's important. Where the, that's where it is. I, mean, that's where I can't imagine how it's like. I, mean, that's how you find I can't imagine. I don't want to imagine. I don't want to. Yeah, exactly. He was part of this group, the mega group. It says. One second. The mega group, it says. Let me go back. Well, the thing that's so gross is that the FBI is complicit. You're the only one who cares about how it all began. That's what's so important. That's where, the, that's where it is. The I mean, that's where the real Israel. story is. I mean, that's how you find out how yes. extensive it is. And, that's and, the story. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and it's all out of Israel. I'm going to tell you what Gilan told me about her dad. Because, oh, see, I knew yeah. her right after he died. Like, I think he's only died, like, two years before. He died in 91. She was constantly grieving for him, right? She was constantly still in grief. And Epstein, okay, so she would tell the story that her dad had Epstein protecting her. And I'm like, wait, what? This is weird. So she would say that Epstein was um, kind of assigned her to take care of her because her dad, like right before her dad passed away. Take me back to this 1980s because Ari Benbenashi says that's when Ghislaine was smitten by Jeffrey Epstein and Robert Maxwell brings her in uh, brings her in and then him in, Jeffrey Epstein in, introducing to Ari Benbenashi and says, we want this guy to work for us doing Iran-Contra. Can you confirm any of those details? I can help you understand the timeline and who participated with Jeffrey Epstein and how he became a spy and what he did when he became a spy. I can help you in all It blows those my areas. mind how nobody cares about that. that. It blows my you mind. I parents tell you? parents tell with you? kids. Like, I don't have kids. Parents with full kids, many kids, two, three, four, ten, twenty kids, don't care about this stuff. They don't care that there is man, that there's a pedophilic cult out there preying on children, not just preying on children, they're so organized that they kidnap the same amount every year. They have a quota, just like how in, um, when Leopold was in the Congo, he had a quota, you had to get this much rubber a day or they chop your hands off. 
you have to bind this, mu- this much cobalt a day or they chop your hands off. They had a quota, and if you don't meet the quota, there's consequences. It's no different. I'm a spy? Did he go and said I'm working for the Israelis? He told me that he was a spy. He told him that he, he was, was a spy. He was fully aware that, that I was asked to join. to join to be a spy. To be a spy. And that I rejected the request. So Douglas Lee's asked you to, to join them and be a spy. And you said, no, I don't have anything to do with that. I rejected the request of the spying. Okay. Jeffrey Epstein accepted the request of the spying. And he further cemented his opportunity in espionage when he met Jerome Maxwell and entered into a serious relationship with her mm-hmm. as a lady man relationship that mm-hmm. was a very strong bond between them, a very powerful and dynamic work relationship between the two of them. And they've admitted to the public that they took over Robert Maxwell's spying records, operations, and moved that to Florida to Jeffrey Epstein's house. That's been admitted. That's a fact. He and Epstein were involved in a in laundering of about 1.5 billion, I think it is. And Hoffenberg ended up in upstate New York. And federal- He's the author of The Assassination of Robert Maxwell, Israel's Super Spy. So these are all facts, publicly admitted, publicly documented, and I'm going to be bringing these public documents in my presentation with me. But I'm just dropping this, the knowledge on y'all so y'all can go get it for yourselves. Um, but if you don't want to, you can just wait for the comprehensive update. And he was there at the time that Epstein was in, in Florida being charged. So Elaine Maxwell had all the, she was the glue. She was the one Epstein was with Les Wexner at the time, right? He was yes, he was. He was with people called the, the Mega Group. I mean, these group of big sort of businessmen who are linked to Israel. Some you hear that? They're, 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 they're sort of the, the rich Zionists in America. But I, I think that the, the, it, it, as I believe, Epstein more than likely rich was connected to, to Mossad. She was too. Um, and I think that she would have been used to date. I, I, my personal feeling, I think that she helped uh, Epstein, uh, as I believe, Epstein more than likely was connected to, to Mossad. She was too. Um, and I think that she would have been used as the bait. I, I, my personal feeling, I think that she helped uh, Epstein uh, move in that kind of direction. In other words, where he wasn't just sort of the money guy, um, uh, kind of crooked money guy. He was a money guy who could actually help Israel. That her dad knew him. Right. I thought that was really strange. The guy that used to work for Israeli intelligence with Robert Maxwell told me that Ari Ben Menashe. Free Epstein and, and Maxwell's office yeah. in like the mid 80s. So that yeah. definitely goes back several years. Part of the business too, was she involved in what you were doing over there? No. 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 Later on, yeah. she got involved with Israeli intelligence together with him. Right. Would you say she was uh, an, an agent as well? Was she uh, yes, someone yes, working for oh, Israeli oh, intelligence? Oh, definitely. Military intelligence as well? Yes, yes. And um, 
to, when, when that happens, because I have no idea how that world works, so I'm learning a little bit. That's why I was beatboxing. Do, do, do you get orders? And you That's run? why I was beatboxing. I don't know if it sounded like I was farting or not, but, you know, it's, uh, it says, um, Ari Ben Menashe is an Israeli consultant and former arms dealer who served as senior executive for Israel's Dictorate of Military Intelligence, 77 to 87. Do certain things, or is it more like a... What really happened, my take on it, and later thing, is that these guys were seen as agents. These guys were seen as agents. Uh, and so um, they found a leash for themselves, blackmailing mm -hmm. American and other. Uh, they found a niche, blackmailing American and other political figures. So it's hard for people to understand why an Israel would want to get blackmail on an American. I'm asking a question that I, I can answer quite probably, but, I'm, but you know, for most people it's hard for them to think about Israel as being uh, blackmailing their leaders in the United States. It's a very... Uh, it was quite a And then the Mossad and Clinton. Begin 97 ontdekt de FBI dat de Mossad een spion heeft in het Witte Huis. Iemand op een hoge positie met de codenaam Mega. De FBI begint een klokjacht, maar moet daarmee stoppen. De Mossad chanteert het Witte Huis. So they set up an operation outside Monica's apartment. And they bound it. And they picked up some 30 hours of phone sex between the president and Mr. Lewinsky. 30 hours? About 30 hours, yeah. And they've, they've all taken back to Tel Aviv. Mossad probably remains still top of the pile because it's never lost its war footing mentality. Mossad also has, in a sense, an easier role to play in the way because it says, first, last, and always Israel, always. And anything that only affects Israel is what interested primarily. Uh, see, slipping around is not the prime, maybe embarrassing. It's Trump shaking Netanyahu's hands. This is after Trump found out, we all know that he, this nigga's being on trial for fraud. What the f- Um, I did receive money to go. Sleeping, to hold on. That's, that, her name is Katie Johnson, but hold on, I mean. Uh, see, slipping around Okay, he's hogging Netanyahu. Maybe embarrassing, but not a crime, but sleeping with under... Early 90s footage from party at Mar-a-Lago um, Estate. Sleeping around is not a crime. Why do they flash it so fast? It may be embarrassing, but it's not a crime. But sleeping with underage girls is a crime. Well, yeah. Especially if you're a freaking... Um, I did receive money to go to these parties. After every um, party, um, I was paid by Mr. Mr. Epstein. There wasn't... Out of all the girls that were there with me, I never, I've, most of them were 13, 14. I think the oldest one might have been 16, just, but just turned 16. Um, she'd been there for a while. You'd see me, would say, oh man, you look, and just, and it wasn't like a, oh, you remind me of my daughter. It was this sick, evil, like, hmm, you remind me of my daughter. You were special. You remind me of my daughter. I've said that Trump said the same thing to Stormy Daniels before having sex with her. This weird pleasure, sick. Oh, you remind me of my daughter. It was this sick, evil, like, hmm, you remind me of my daughter. He's groping his daughter.
You were special. You remind me of my daughter. I've said that if Ivanka weren't my daughter, perhaps I'd be dating her. It was just this weird pleasure, sick smile. Like, I I don't even want to know what he was thinking about. I, I could imagine what he was thinking about. After the parties would end, uh, we were to report to Mr. Epstein and <clears throat> basically tell him everything that happened, uh, with who, um, what they liked, what they disliked, if there was any requests, if there was any um, talk about anything. Uh, that's what, you know, we told Mr. Epstein everything. He ripped off all my clothes and he started to basically have sex with me and I was screaming because I'd never had sex before. It was my first time and Tiffany was yelling at him too. She she was saying that I was a virgin and he told us to just shut the fuck up and just basically took my virginity while I was crying and telling him to stop and that's basically begging for him to just stop. And I don't I Tiffany was didn't know what else to do either. She no one was there to help us or me. Um, people talking about family and so family the first people to kill uh, you bro first people to backstab you to hate so you after the all fashion, that shit he, he, I live he it all my life I'm getting it, away you know, from them so I don't experience that at all I mean, it's it, bullshit but it was just it felt like it was like five and a half hours it was like an eternity, they, but like their their version of family was, but, is what they do um, to you their version he, of family he, is making fun he, of you. She, De, just try to destroy you psychologically, competing with you. Um, all these unhealthy things. Their version that um, like that's their version of healthy shit. So, so it's like you can't, you just can't uh, grow around people like that. You can't be around. So after like the fact, you know, he he not he for that long. Finishes, it, you know, didn't, it didn't take that long um, at all. I mean, it, but it was just it felt like it was like five and a half hours. It was an eternity. Like I don't even know how long it was, but. Um, he was done and I was crying and Tiffany was consulting me and she was, you know, apologizing. She told me that she would never, she didn't, she just never put me in that situation again. But, uh, he comes over mad because I was crying and he said that I should be thankful that someone like Donald Trump took my virginity. Rosie basically didn't say took my virginity. He said, I should be glad that someone like Donald Trump popped my cherry and not some pimply little 14-year-old. And I just was like, what if I, I, you know, I said, what if I get pregnant? Not even talking to him. I didn't want to talk to him. I was talking to Tiffany. And he said, well, you'll get an abortion then, bitch, and then just walked away. Um, and I, I, I asked, I, I, I went, I told Tiffany I needed to go home. We made sure these girls are underage. <laughs> Theories about how, who wanted him to This is Ari Ben Menashe. Probably there were quite a number of people in the States wanted him to There you can clearly see that the man that's allegedly dead is not Epstein. And it doesn't make any sense because when you die, your physical appearance doesn't change that much. Your face doesn't change. Not just overnight. Come on, man. I would think maybe the Israelis. Maybe. I mean, look at this. They have the most to lose through all of this coming yeah, up. Talking about the Israelis wanted him dead. They really didn't want the stories come out about how they were blackmailing American politicians. They were blackmailing American politicians.
Yeah, it's true. Because he lands thing that she told me was that he was assigned, like, assigned to her to protect her because her dad had died. And I'm like, who assigned you? You know what I mean? Like, what does that mean? And she, when she was showing me pictures of her dad and crying over them, I had to go through, I had to sit with this bitch all the time and go through photo albums and like, I mean, I know her really well. And I know how she operates. And that's why I'm so afraid that she's still on the loose. And I know who's taking care of her. I know it is the Rothschild. I know it is. And I'll tell you how I know. Because Lady Rothschild is ready to kill me. Is because this she's Lynn, best Lynn friends Forster with um, the Rothschild. She's gonna sue. Is this who you're talking about? Lynn, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Lynn Forster. She's um she's calling me a liar because she's saying that she set Dershowitz a saw Dershowitz coming in and out of the house. Yeah, she introduced that. She's saying it's not possible she that that anyway. She didn't. Yeah, she did not. <laughs> she did not. But she wants to think so. Um, so their story is that she introduced them as a gift from Wexner. Because every year Wexner would give a gift to Epstein. And this year, it was, he's such a wonderful gift, Dershowitz. Look, I was introduced to him by the Lady Rothschild. So she gave him as a gift, you know. But anyway, she said to me, he was assigned to me to protect me because my dad died. And I was like, I don't understand this. And I said, well, you know, what happened to your dad? She said, those cunts pushed him. And I thought she said off the baby D-Land. So for years I thought it was, that it was the lady D-Land. She said those cunts pushed him off of the baby D-Land. People who knew him at the time, who worked with him, have said to me, you know, Robert Maxwell thought he actually owned the Mossad, like he owned newspapers everything else. That he bought them with his millions of stolen money he was feeding to them and so on with these incredible deals he was making with these people he was bringing them to and so on that didn't work with the Mossad they thought he'd become excuse me what we call a loose cannon so then she says to me you know my dad was a very powerful man and you know he was very important she said Maria you don't understand and then she's showing me like who she grew up with and how powerful he was and how much money they had and then she goes on to tell me, she said, you know, Maria, and this is true, she said, and she showed me, she had passports. It's a, I don't know how this is legal. She had a passport, a French passport, an English passport, an Israeli passport, an American passport, and there was one other. I'm trying to think of what the other one was. Get your passport to the ocean. So you will have two passports. And I was like, I thought you were only allowed to be citizen like of two countries or something. I didn't know. And she's like, oh, no, 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 because of my dad. I'm, I'm a citizen of all these nations. Later, when she was talking to me about something one day, she said that the Rothschilds were the greatest protectors of her family. And she wasn't talking about Lynn Forrester, by the way. She, she was, was talking, talking about, about the other ones. His Majesty's government do with favor the establishment of Palestine of the national... This is Lord... Jacob motherfucking Rothschild. I'm a citizen of all these nations. Later... I actually never heard this devil speak, so it's going to be interesting. Talked to me about something one day. She said that the Rothschilds were the greatest protectors of her family. Only when there was that person who chased them down, and he was walking off, and then the person mentioned New World Order, and he turned around. That's the only... But he, I, don't, I don't think he said anything. Maybe one word. He was, and like, pardoned or something like that? His Majesty's government... Do with favor the establishment of Palestine of a national home for the Jewish people, 
and will use their best endeavours to facilitate the achievement of this object, it being clearly understood that nothing should be done which may prejudice the civil and religious rights of existing non-Jewish communities in Palestine, or the rights and political status enjoyed by Jews in any other country. I should be grateful if you would bring this declaration to the knowledge of the Zionist Federation, yours Arthur Balfour. And here it is, the Balfour Declaration. What do you feel when you, when you see it here? I genuinely feel it's one of the most extraordinary moments in the history of the Jewish people. If you think it took 3,000 years uh, to get to this. And then you say, how did this miracle happen? And it's the most incredible piece of opportunism. It's the people that are in her. Yeah, yeah. Well, Gwen Forrester married the greatest, they've always been the greatest. Child family, and that was in like the late 90s, early 2000s. So yeah, she was talking about this team before then. Yeah, it was through Gwen. Yeah. No, it was through Gwen. I mean, that went Forrester, I believe. Didn't she hook up through them? I mean, she met Evelyn DeRoss Child, who's her husband, through Henry Kissinger, I believe, a builder for. Yeah. Both Kissinger. Okay. Yeah, of course. Clinton has a very warm friendship with none other than Lynn Forster de Rothschild. You know Lynn of the infamous Rothschild banking family. She was introduced to her Rothschild husband by none other than Henry Kissinger at none other than the 1998 Bilderberg Group Conference. For real, that is how Lynn became a member of the Rothschild family. A family who has been under scrutiny for centuries for using their banking wealth to control the outcomes of wars and massive global shifts in power. You don't get more establishing than Lynn Rothschild. The other thing about Lechner is, I'm sure you know this. Let me just read to you this note that's popping up right here. Mm, let me just back up. Turkey land. I mean, it was Dublin Forrester, I believe. Didn't she hook up through them? She, I mean, she I met, she met um, the Evelyn de Rothschild, who's her husband, through Henry Kissinger, I, I believe, a builder for her. Yes. Both Kissinger. Okay. Yeah, of course. Clinton has a very warm friendship with none other than Lynn Forster de Rothschild. You know Lynn of the infamous Rothschild banking family. She was introduced to her Rothschild husband by none other than Henry Kissinger at none other than the 1998 Bilderberg Group Conference. For real, that is how Lynn became a member of the Rothschild family, a family who has been under scrutiny for centuries for using their banking wealth to control the outcomes of wars and massive global shifts in power. You don't get more establishing than Lynn Rothschild. The other thing about... Dear Mr. President, hang on, something is in my teeth. I hate when this happens, honestly. Mm, humans are so. It's really annoying being a human, man. Or having a human vessel. Like, no powers? These bitches really strip me of my powers and put me here and. Decide to call me a fucking human. Somebody calling you a human is dehumanizing you from what you really are. Understand what the fuck I'm saying, man. So it says President William T. Clinton 
Thomas, I guess. Thomas Clinton. Like Thomas Jefferson. The White House, Washington, D.C., 20500. Dear Mr. President, it was a prejudice here recently. Senator Kennedy's house. There was too much to discuss in too little time. Using my 15 access, fifteen seconds of access to discuss Jeffrey Epstein and currency stabilization. I'm going to read that again. Because why would, how is that even linked, you'll ask, right? That's what your brain was asking, even if you didn't. It was a pleasure to see you recently at Senator Kennedy's house. There was too much to discuss and too little time. Using any using my 15 seconds of access to discuss Jeffrey Epstein and currency stabilization and currency stabilization. Epstein currency stabilization are currently linked. This article links the two. I neglected to talk with you about a topic near and dear to my heart, namely affirmative action and the future. I'm sending you a copy of a memo George Stephanopoulos asked me to prepare and an article about my participation in an FCC set-aside program. Lechner is, I'm sure you know this, but this is something I noticed um, when Jim and I drove through, for, you know, Ohio. As soon as you cross into Ohio from Kentucky or wherever, you get uh, the first building you see is the Abigail Lechner Center for Women. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And then they just, their buildings dot the whole state. So no matter where you are, you see Wexner this, Wexner that. But then when you go to the bathroom, especially as you get close to Columbus, there's human trafficking signs everywhere, Whitney, everywhere. So when you go to the bathroom in Columbus, on the door it says, do not speak to anyone, do not walk with anyone, go back to your car. I mean, there's like instructions on how to not be trafficked. Reports of human trafficking in Ohio are on the rise, according to a new report at the Polaris Project, which works to prevent human trafficking. It's happening all over the country. The state of Ohio, in fact, ranks fourth in the nation. Right wow. here in the Buckeye State lies an underworld burning with sex and prostitution. Ohio, actually, in the United States, ranks as high as fourth in terms of the most prevalent use of sexually trafficked uh, people. In Ohio, we see the average age of entry into sex trafficking to be about 15 years old. And I'm sorry, that's not, I don't believe in coincidences at all. I don't believe in them. And years ago, when I didn't I just say I don't believe in coincidences like um, man um, in hiding I was listening to the show and it said did you know that all human trafficking begins and ends in Columbus Ohio isn't that interesting and I'm like what I had no idea in Columbus Ohio <laughs> <laughs> what so human trafficking from the United States even if they get the kid from Phoenix before they take them to Mexico, they go to Columbus. What are the chances? I mean, wow. he owns Columbus. Yeah. And it's <laughs> what? You hear him laughing? So human trafficking from the United States, even if they get the kid from Phoenix before they take them to Mexico, they go to Columbus. What are the chances? 80%, 88% of Ohio's cases are due to sex slavery. 88%. I mean, wow. he owns Columbus, yeah. and it's the hub. Now, it's not the number one, LA is the number one center for human trafficking now, but at the time it was Columbus, and it's still Columbus is number three. It's not the third biggest city, and it's also the place where they all go. They all go to there 
before they leave the country or go to wherever they're going. They go to Columbus first. Why? Why do they take everyone to Columbus first? And I mean, they, they, the fact that they watched me like that, that Abigail, I had to get her permission to go outside. So one day um, I went outside and without asking first, and a pack of Dobermans came towards the door. Like flying, I, I went, got inside. I had a Yorkshire Terrier, and they would have eaten me alive. And I'm not afraid of dogs at all, but these dogs are trained to kill. And so I didn't go back outside for like a month. The victims of former Ohio State University Dr. Richard Strauss are demanding a federal and state investigation into the Wexner family. The letter to the state attorney general and U.S. attorney general claims Les and Abigail Wexner assisted in the cover-up of an assault victim. Now, this is the letter that requested an investigation into the allegations of Maria Farmer. She claims she was sexually assaulted by Jeffrey Epstein in Wexner's home back in 1996. The letter states that Farmer was forced to stay on the property by Wexner's security team. A Wexner family spokesperson said the Wexners had no knowledge of Farmer and never met her. We were also given a statement that reads in part, quote, The Epstein house was not a Wexner guest house was not on land owned by the Wexners and was nearly one half mile away from the Wexner home. The letter also brings a attention to the fact that far. Abigail Wexner serves on the Ohio State Board of Trustees. The five Strauss victims are asking for the investigation because they said the allegations are terrifying and quote, bear directly on our own fight for justice. Strauss is accused of sexually abusing at least 300 young men. We reached out to the victims who wrote this letter and to OSU for a statement, but haven't heard back. I also reached out to the Attorney General's office and was told they are reviewing the letter and was given a statement that reads in part, quote, The office takes all allegations of sexual assault seriously. In Ohio, primary criminal jurisdiction rests with local prosecutors and police agencies. The Attorney General only has authority over such matters when invited in by local authorities. And who has like a tunnel under their house and the floor raises up? I think Jeffrey just did his bidding for Wexner in whatever way he wanted. I think Jeffrey did whatever Wexner wanted. And he provided Wexner not only with boys but with girls. But really quick, uh, in you sort of mentioned um, that you knew that um, Wexner had some sort of Israel tie and that Elaine was working for him. Can you elaborate on that? Do you think you Israeli intelligence. Yeah, I would ask Mr. Dershowitz to also address the uh, topic of uh, Zeb Shalev at Narrative, the Israeli-born former CBS News executive producer, and Whitney Webb, who reported that uh, Jeffrey Epstein was being run by Israeli military intelligence, as uh, disclosed by uh, Ari Ben-Menasha. And the uh, allegations in the book, Robert Maxwell, Israel Super Spy, that the Jalei Maxwell father, Robert Maxwell, was a KGB and Israeli intelligence agent who worked with the Red Mafia and Mogilevich to set up uh, money laundering instruments around the world. So, Mr. Dershowitz, your background in defending uh, Pollard and, and then Epstein suggests that you might be an agent of uh, a Russian-Israeli <laughs> axis. So, I'd ask you to address that. He's already laughing. Come on, man. He's already laughing. Come on, man. If you ask me if I rape or murder somebody, and my response before you even finish the question is laughter, who cares if it's nervous laughter? Um, no, nah, man. 
come on, let me rephrase that. You ask me, did I murder this person? Did I human traffic them? Did I torture them? Am I a spy for the government? And my answer is, yo, that that blows my mind. His answer, before he even answers, I know he's going to lie. But look at this guy's face, man. Look at this guy's face, man. Your family, if you can look what I'm looking at, right? That's why I need to start these live streams. Look at this guy's face, man. Come on, man. This nigga's guilty as they come. From, and it's from a Jewish American patriot of conscience perspective, that's me. Okay. Uh, Epstein working for the most. Uh, what intelligence agency would trust Jeffrey Epstein? Yeah. Okay. And, and where's yeah. that? So I absolutely do. So, okay, so this is why I think it. So, um, Jeffrey and Gilan, they were at the estate. You know, they came like three times to visit Wexner while I was there. And they would go meet with him, and then they'd come back. And Gilan said they were working on all these Israeli charities. Uh, the leadership is the most precious commodity. I established the Wexner Heritage Foundation because I thought it was terribly important that the lay leaders of the Jewish community be intelligent, educated, and informed. I think the last word he said was foreign. Okay, let's, um, that was part one. This is part two, right? Well, the thing that's so gross is that the FBI is complicit. No, let's look at part one then. I was at, that was part two. Let's, let's end this on part one. I don't have a solution for these things because we know what the solution is deep down. We just don't want to do it. And there's really only one way to do it, pedophiles. Epstein said this to me one time, but one day he pulled me aside and he said, Maria, what the, you see all this? And I'm like, what? And he said, this room, all these decorators coming and going and all this stuffing, all this artwork and this beautiful furniture. You see it all? I said, yeah. He said, I got it for a dollar. And this is the first time I heard the name Les Wexner. He said, Wexner gave it all to me. He'll do anything for me. When I called the FBI, I'm going to tell you what I told them. I said... I said, I know this is strange, but I said, I have a report to make on someone that I've been working for that recently kidnapped me. And and they said, who, who are you talking about? And I said, okay, well, his name is Jeffrey Epstein. And I said, and her name is Gillian Maxwell. And I said, but here's what's important. It also involves the Clinton family. It involves Bill Clinton for sure. It involves Donald Trump. And I said that the most important one, and I said that, that he's the head of the snake, is Les Wexner. And they said, what do you think he is? And I said, he's Jewish mafia. And they said, what do you mean? And I said, what do you mean, what do I mean? Yeah, I said, what do you mean, what do I mean? I said, he's not Italian, he's Jewish, and he's mafia. I said, I can't be any clearer with you. And they said, how do you know he's Jewish mafia? And then I went on the list everything that I'd seen that was just so creepy could you and how tell me you happened. told them about why you thought Wexner was yeah. the Jewish mob because that that anything yeah. you can tell me there helps me build my yeah. case I don't know if you read my yeah. um, background okay. Wexner yeah. part three of my series um, or remember it but there's definitely a lot of evidence no, pointing to him right so there was this police report filed and I think it was Columbus about the murder of his tax attorney um, and the the police report was destroyed oh 
but there was a copy of it that ended up resurfacing 15 years later after it was supposed to be destroyed that linked him pretty much directly to the National Crime Syndicate, which is the Jewish and Italian mafias working together. But in the 1980s, there were these series of um, lawsuits and arrests made. Rudy Giuliani was actually a big part in that. It was like the pizza something. I can't remember, but they basically... Pizza trial. The Jewish mob yeah. in New York took out the Italian mafia they'd been working with all those years and consolidated and basically just took over the whole thing. So anyway, Wexner has ties to those guys. So, but anything you can give me about what you saw that oh made you God. think? Um, so I mean, there, there's clear ties from that, right? But beyond yeah. that, um, okay. anything you can tell me about what you saw, right. Um, right. why you thought it was organized crime and not like intelligence, things like that. So anything, anything there okay. is helpful. Right, right, right. So, so one of the things that made me think it was all the passports. I know for a fact Epstein had an Israeli passport because he showed me. Okay. Yeah. But. Um, Epstein, and I'll tell you about the Wexner, like why I think he's mafia, but I just want to say too why um, I thought it was really sketchy that they had, like, how how Gilan had all those passports. He had a passport, a French passport, an English passport, an Israeli passport, an American passport, and there was one other. And then it made me really mad that when the FBI raided the safe, I know what was in that safe. And it's not a regular safe, it's a whole room, just so you know. So when people say a safe, they think, oh, it's the safe. It's Wexner had one too. It's a whole room you walk into. And um, in that safe, uh, he had a lot of photographs of children. And I know for about pictures of my sisters are in there. Because one of the people from his freaking office had told me they were in his briefcase. And he kept his briefcase in that safe. He also kept everything in there because he told me he kept it for Wexner everything and when I asked why they recorded everything all the time I said is Wexner really paranoid and he said yeah that's one said yeah that's one way of saying it he, yeah he keeps everything he records it all he said I record everything and I keep it for Wexner in the safe mm-hmm. so the first house I go to has pinhole cameras Jeffrey's showing me he's really proud of them Second house I go to, he says, Wexner gave me this house for a dollar. Wexner gave me this for a dollar. Then I go to the apartment. They had pinhole cameras in the Victoria's Secret dressing room. And just to fast forward, when I was in Wexner's house, there were cameras every freaking, there were pinhole cameras throughout that thing. And Jeffrey again is like, oh, look at all the pinhole cameras. And Gilan says, you need to be careful. We can see everything. When... I would go to the restroom or take a shower or anything. Gilan would call me and from the speaker, and this is in New York, sometimes in London, in different places, she would say, get out of the loo, get off the toilet. She would start screaming at me. And I was on the toilet. And I'm like, what's happening? So then later, Jeffrey's like, oh yeah, we're, everything's being fed to Abigail. They're watching everything. They literally watched my every move, Whitney. Who does that? My point is, who has cameras everywhere? Sharpshooters, Doberman, Mafia. That's why it says Mafia. I'm like, I don't know anyone who lives like this. There were little pinhole cameras in that first mansion that Annie met Jeffrey in, and in the second mansion that he gave Jeffrey for a dollar. They were in the building that his brother owned on 66th Street. The there were pinhole cameras in all these buildings that Wexner 
Yes. Okay. All the buildings that Wexner had owned. Well, so here's here's where they were in in the building that Wexner owned. They were in the Victoria's Secret stall. Even though I had this driver's license and Jeffrey had given me his um, SUV to use while I was there, and but I couldn't go outside because Whitney, there were sharpshooters, and no one discusses this. Actual freaking sharpshooters everywhere. And anyway, the weirdest part about being at Wexner's was it wasn't the basement, because they had a basement. It was like below that, and there was a sauna in that room, like a huge sauna, and then they had like a vault, and then they had a door to an underground tunnel. And the only way I knew it was an underground tunnel was because their maid told me. I said, what is this door? Because I used to keep everything down there. And she said, oh, that's, that's the, the tunnel that leads to the main house. I'm like, well, that's weird. Why would they do that? And she said, oh, you don't know? And I said, no. And she said, there's a giant 10,000 square foot floor that raises up when someone goes through that tunnel. And then they can enter the room at secretly, go in, and then they, no one ever sees them. The floor raises up. She said, it's 10,000 square feet. I mean, here's the thing. I lived there for three months, and I never once saw him. I saw Abigail on her horses, you know, go out to get her horses. Um, you know, I could just see her and go out, but I never once saw him. And that's why I called him, like, the Wizard of Oz, because he was controlling everything, but no one ever saw the guy. Okay, so Wexner set up, just so you know, nobody talks about this, but Whitney, before that first house, the house that Wexner gave to Jeffrey, for a dollar, um, you know, it's like a, you know, the mansion that he raised all the yeah, children. Yeah, Before that house, there was another one. Yes, Wexner gave him that one, and that thing was incredible. That's where Annie actually met him. I brought her over there. But that house, that mansion then was later given to Land recently. She sold it to give it to, or the townhouse, whatever, and that's how she settled with Virginia. She sold that. Oh, my God, that woman. And she also had an apartment she took me to. So then she shows me all this stuff on the mantle. She takes me to the mantle. I've never been in this apartment. It's on the Upper East Side. It was, like, probably 3,000 square feet. Really nice apartment. Like, I didn't have any friends that lived that well, you know. But it wasn't, like, you know, showy like her other places. But she shows me on the mantle, and I'm like, oh, what's this? And she said, well, these are things my father took from the British Museum. And she's like, they're ancient relics. And I'm like, but did she? I'm like, did she, did she just say that? See, I could never repeat things to people because I was lying or something. And I'm like, what do you mean he took them? And she's like, he took them. He liked them. And she's like, this is an ancient Peruvian relic. You know, and she's showing me the stuff that was 22 karat gold that had been taken from graves, but out of the British Museum. I'm like, this is not good. And then she showed me um, all the royals. Like, she had about... He had about like 12 photo albums of growing up with the Royals. Everyone thinks that they met at um, Oxford. No, they did yeah, not. Yeah, I'm lying about that. Yeah. He took me pictures. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, um, I yeah. talked about, I did an article um, where I brought up some scrubbed news reports talking about Ghislaine and, and Andrew yeah. way before they said they officially met. And um, I also heard from mm-hmm. someone that Epstein was in London a lot in the 80s and that he had met Prince Andrew at some point during his time in London oh, in the yeah. 80s. And he was oh, apparently yeah. dating Ghislaine in oh, the yeah. 80s, even though they claim they met in the early yeah. 90s and all this stuff. So I know they're all lying. Um, <laughs> so 
uh, trying to figure out right. like, how much they they knew. I mean, any of that information is is really helpful. So. Right. And she grew up with the Royals. Like she showed me all the photo albums. Well, she also she also knew Fergie like a long, long time ago because I saw pictures of her super young with Fergie before she was ever married to Prince Andrew. Hmm. And I mean, it was weird. It's like they, somehow she knew a lot of these people. Now she knew um, Prince Andrew when they were definitely like. I mean, she would be maybe twenty in some of these pictures, hmm. or maybe younger than that even with Prince Andrew. Um, and so I can I can date some of it by telling you that some of the photographs where they're all super young, they were making fun. I'm not kidding you. The pictures of Diana when she was just dating the prince and Diana's in the corner crying in some of these pictures and Ghislaine's like look there we made her cry isn't that funny we hated Diana that's what she said and I was like oh my god that's horrible um I just don't think I have as many supporters in that environment than I did than I did huh? you mean within the royal household mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they see me as a, a threat of some kind Ghislaine answers to Wexner I know that. I think I have as many supporters in that environment than I did. Than I did. Huh? You mean within the royal household? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They see me as a, a threat of some kind. Ghislaine answers to Wexner. I know that for a fact. Wow. And, um, that's how I knew he was Wexner than like way. I don't know, um, like Israeli intelligence where her dad worked, right? Do you think it, she's more like under Wexner than? Right. No, I know she's in, I know she's Israeli. Yeah. I well, Wexner is Israeli intelligence, one hundred percent. And um, I believe that. I mean, that the way it was just a sign. It was a sign that she would be under him. And I know that's where she got all of her funding to do this scam with Epstein. I know that. He pulled me aside and he said, Maria, look at You see all this? And I'm like, what? And he said, this room. All these get There you go, family. So um, that was part two and part one of Epstein and the Demonic Fake Jew Mafia Mossad. This episode's finna be titled... Um, yeah, Epstein and the, and, the, and the demonic fake Jew mafia Mossad, and you're learning the agents today. You're learning about the Mister. We're learning about the Mister Smiths today, 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 today. No such thing as a coincidence. Back a little bit, so you can. Uh... See, looks great, feels great, completely indistinguishable. One of the best investments I've ever made, and I uh, really enjoy the total transformation that uh, this actually allows me to make. We had it on video. They pointed at the same guy, the same house. They were sure he was this man. Take a look. He looks incredibly like the guy in the surveillance video. Then they got a call from another woman who said they had the wrong guy, that it was her boyfriend who robbed the bank, and this is her boyfriend, Conrad Zerdiak. Actual perpetrator. So they, the, the, the person that they were looking at was black, the nigga's white. I just was letting the clip play, but the whole time he was talking about the transformation that allowed him blah, blah, blah. It's a black guy's face. Remember how I told you the military 
I told you a couple episodes that the military has these faces of people that they used to wear. I don't know what for what purpose, but they have human faces. I don't know if they're made of human skin or not. Remember I said that? They have human fucking faces and they wear them to do crimes, to incite riots, incite violence, incite things. Okay? So, listen. Trigger was white as could be. He had bought a theatrical mask. Sunglasses covered Zerdiac's blue eyes. Gloves covered his hands. That just tells you don't believe what you see all the time because you can... Don't believe what you see all the time. That's why I got to vet certain information. Can't have my family out here thinking that we come aliens is responsible for our shit and that we're just these nobodies who they just... I wish a nigga would. I wish a nigga would. This this one is called The Devil Wants to Come Out in the Open. Let's see understand what's going on. Never have the time or the wherewithal to even investigate. Because people are so busy with their lives and their finances and their families and keeping a roof over their head and food on the table that they would never have the time in all their years to even understand this control matrix. But we can, and so we're being active to tell others about it and investigate. So now let's bring it more modern day to Pizzagate. A big breakthrough that we had with all this was regard to WikiLeaks in 2016. The pizza terminology, the hot dog terminology of Herb Sadler, who was talking about, should I play dominoes on cheese or pasta? And $65,000 worth of hot dogs to the White House, which by the way, the White House doesn't even get outside catering. They have their own catering chef, and they sure as hell are not eating hot dogs. So what is $65,000 of hot dogs translate to? And you hear that? Remember, family, I don't, I don't just play this because it's just random shit. It connects. Remember, we just learned about Epstein, Wexner, the Israeli stuff, and the, the human trafficking going on in Ohio. So now, think about that with the the... What, what this pizza party, so-called pizza and hot dog party was. This was a human trafficking event. Uh, Washington, D.C., right under your fucking nose. These human trafficking tunnels under D.C. made for trafficking. Right under your fucking nose. Let's continue. It connects, family. Con I putting the, this information in front of you in such a manner so that you can connect the dots. James Alafontis's Instagram. Jimmy Comet. Look at the Instagram. These people put it right out in front of you. The pictures of these youngsters and what they're doing. And they put it, they're so brazen, they put it right out on Instagram and advertise on Instagram and tell you exactly what they're doing because they're laughing at you because you're so stupid, they think, that you can't, that they can tell you the truth right in front of you and you won't even care. You won't even know because you're so infatuated with other things and you can never even believe this is happening because it's all just a conspiracy, right? Next, Anthony Weiner's laptop. Anthony Weiner is the disgraced politician. Anthony Weiner married to Uma Abedin, okay? Uma Abedin was Hillary's number two. But focusing back on Anthony Weiner, he was arrested, pled guilty to sexting a minor, and this act of pedophilia enabled the NYPD to grab his laptop. And on his laptop was a folder called Life Insurance. I'm gonna give you an excerpt from a speech from Sidney Powell, General Michael Flynn's attorney, to explain the gravity of what was on Anthony Weiner's laptop. 675,000 Clinton emails when they got Anthony Weiner's laptop in a search warrant because of all his 
sex perversion issues. It was all the Clinton emails, the Clinton Foundation, her um, Secretary of State emails, Huma Abedin's emails, lots of people emailed Huma as a proxy for Hillary. So one of the things, if I were the president, I'd do is demand the Anthony Weiner laptop and get it to the most trusted person in the military to take apart everything on it and then start using it. There's a lot that can be prosecuted. I have no doubt on that laptop. In fact, I heard that the New York police officers who saw some of it, even though they're hardened investigators, literally had to go throw up. It's bad. So additionally, in these George Mags, we're going over these because of what's inside here and what JFK Jr. was attempting to do to communicate reality. JFK Jr. was trying to get the populace involved in this information war, like Breitbart, and like others have after him. So he's putting things in these mags, we're going through them, in the Survival Guide of the Future mag, which thanks to you guys has gotten over 100,000 views, we learn that Bill Gates is investing in population control. He says so in black and white with John F. Kennedy in an interview. And what's he trying to do today? Get everybody in permanent quarantine and shut down all planet Earth until they get a vaccination and make sure everyone has a vaccination from Bill Gates. We're looking at getting vaccines to everyone in the world. So in, in the in the long run, that is the key thing. And, you know, vaccines actually can, in rare cases, do an enhancement of the disease, an enhancement of the disease. You really need to test for that. It, it is fair to say things won't go back to truly normal until we have a vaccine that we've gotten out to basically the entire world. And this is the guy who's investing in population control. Vaccines to everyone in the world. Yeah, the clone thanks of Bill, not gonna happen. And additionally, we've got more information about Bill Gates in this same magazine, in this, in this magazine, which the Monica Lewinsky poem was in. This is from June, 1998. Let me tell you exactly what John F. Kennedy Jr. put in the June 1998 George Magazine called 20 Most Fascinating Men, of which Bill Gates is one of. This is written by Michael Lewis. It says, You can take a long, hard look at Bill Gates and you will see a lot of things, but one thing you will never see is a leader of men. A nerd, a 12-year-old trapped inside the body of a grown man, an obsessive-compulsive, these things you will see. The seeming absence of power or even authority is one of Gates' defining traits except for his extraordinary wealth, currently $50 billion. He has very little in common with plutocrats of the past. In no other epoch in history would Gates have risen to prominence, much less become the world's richest man. In ancient Greece, he'd have been a clever slave. In the British Empire, a scrupulous bookkeeper. Yet Gates' persona serves him well when he is dragged before a Senate committee or asked to respond to the Justice Department's antitrust investigation of Microsoft. But for this curious moment, Gates sits on top of the world's economic giza. The new economy rewards people who combine a taste for a certain kind of aggression, the kind that will never ever come to blows, with a particular form of intelligence that measured crudely by the math SAT. Gates happens to possess both to extraordinary degrees. He's not the smartest man alive, but he may be the luckiest. What great timing. So that's a pretty scathing review of Bill Gates. Looking to his father, he is part of this cabal. So Bill Gates was likely born into this. We know that silicon processing, microchips, the internet itself was from DARPA. 
And so people like Zuckerberg and Bill Gates, they were handed this type of thing on a, on a silver platter in the private industry by military industrial complex. Handed. Bill Gates is handed. a loser. Just like how they have, yeah, they have this nigga in a, in a lab working his brain, but it was handed to him because in reality, a black person invented the internet, a black person, did, a bla- African an African invented the internet, an African, a Nigerian man invented the internet, an African invented the motherfucking coding for Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, an African, look up the, um, what is, what is that car called? Um, Smittens, what is his name? Smittens, David Smittens? I think his name is David Smittens. Let me look it up. David Smittens. Look up the GT. David Smittens. Smittens? He was an egg bowl man. No, I got it wrong. Or Google's just fucking with me. Um, let me look it up. Um, Smittens and the GT prototype. Type. Okay, so they're just blocking it out completely. Cool. <sighs> Satan. Oh, it's Gittens. Gittens. And... See, like, they always try to put some shit up that you're not looking for. Like, nigga, stop your fuckery. I'm too smart for you, you stupid... Like... The Ekenga GT. Gittens and the GT prototype. The Ekenga GT. 1967 McLaren-based Ekenga GT. Way ahead of its time. Look, just read the technology in it. Way ahead of its time. Okay.